I am good. This is Pure Decking, show number 553 for Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Almost have good uh, alliteration in the, the date. This is a show about stuff that interests me, like information security, rigging the game. And remember, if you find a monster in the closet, demand rent. I'm drinking, what, I don't know, uh, bourbon barrel ale. Who are you? What's up? Uh, speaking of paying rent, uh, I was reading an article this morning that there was one room to rent. They had 847 people apply in one day for the going to be an awfully crowded room situation. Uh-huh, right. I mean, that's it's almost criminal. Like, that, that housing is that scarce right now. <sighs> California's got that problem. They've made it so fucking impossible to build new buildings out there. Now they're like, why isn't why isn't there housing out here? I don't understand. Yeah, we've done it with ourselves with uh, immigration. Yeah, well, it's crippled us. I'm pretty sure your immigration is going to catch up with you guys very fucking fast. You know the same problem. It's like, starting. Uh, it it is starting where they've been shipping yeah. them up to like Chicago I and mean, New York and stuff like that. They're having problems. This, this tends to have societal unrest when it gets the. Uh, the dream becomes unobtainable. And young men just start saying, fuck it, why bother? It's not worth it. And then you got some serious fucking problems when you got a bunch of uh, military aged men that have given up. Yeah. yeah they'll that's... just keep kicking that can down the road and you know, oh, look at them. They're just, they're just rabble rousers, white supremacists, blah, blah, blah. And they're just standing there going, we want a house. You know, we don't want a free house. We want to buy a fucking house. It's like within a price, within our actual reaching point. And I'm almost, I'm almost at the point now where I'm just going to hit fuck it and go move into a retirement home. I was thinking, at least in the States, we have a lot of space uh, in some of the States that are, um, is largely unoccupied now it's unoccupied because it's also largely not livable but well, no infrastructure either you can't stick houses where there's no infrastructure right but if you were to take the migrants and say look you build the infrastructure you live here here's your house the problem is you get um, ghetto ghettoized and i, I mean ghetto is in you, uh, culture not not as in ghetto ghetto have you seen what's happening in uh, texas the razor wire the, shortage uh, no, no, there's a, a housing estate there that for like a hundred bucks down, you can get a block of land and build whatever. Uh, the only problem is you miss a payment, a repayment. The uh, the developer has the right to uh, take that block of land back off you and resell it, no matter what condition it's in. Oh, and you don't get anything back out of it? Yeah, because he's self-financing these people, and it's um, it's only Im immigrants only. Uh, no natives. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, apparently, he's making an absolute fortune 
it, uh, it's just interesting. His brother donated a, a quite a quite a large sum of money to uh, the governor. This is interesting side note. That's all. Yeah, why this would be legal? Yeah, I mean, you know, get paying off of politicians. I mean, pretty classic way to. <laughs> you're you're selling American land to to non-American citizens. That don't have ID or anything, you know. It sounds like a cash business. Maybe the IRS could look into it. Oh, we landed one, did we? We didn't land upright. That's the question. <laughs> Take it. That's the first story. Uh, the Reuters. Yep. 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 That's the, that's also why I didn't have a silly date. Uh, because for the first time in 50 years, the United States has launched, just, you know, landed something on the moon. That's pretty cool. And it landed upright, unlike the Japanese. <laughs> Was not a planter. <laughs> to be fair, dude, the, the Japanese lander landed exactly how it was driven. Holy. So, um, this was from Reuters. A spacecraft built and flown by Texas-based company Intuitive Machines landed near the south, south pole of the moon on Thursday, the first U.S. touchdown on the lunar surface in more than half a century, and the first ever achieved by the private sector. The uncrewed, six-legged robot lander, dubbed Odysseus, touched down at about 6.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the company and NASA commentators said in a joint webcast of the landing from Intuitive Machines Mission Operations Center in Houston. The landing capped a nail-biting final approach and descent in which a problem surfaced uh, with the spacecraft's autonomous navigation system that required engineers on the ground to employ an untested workaround at the 11th hour. And we have, we have acquired a fox. Hello. Hey, fox. Good evening. What are we drinking, Fox? Wine. The moment. Zinfandel. Fancy. Brandy. Fancy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're doing the story about the thing landing on the moon. Hmm. Upright. Oh, wow. Hell of an accomplishment lately. It also took some time after an anticipated radio blackout to reestablish communications with the spacecraft and determine its fate some uh, 239,000 miles from Earth. When contact was finally renewed, the signal was faint, confirming that the lander had touched down, but leaving mission control immediately uncertain as to the precise condition and position of the vehicle, according to the webcast. Quote, our equipment is on the surface of the moon and we are transmitting. So congratulations, IMT, unquote. Uh, Intuitive Machines Mission Director Tim Crane was heard telling the Operations Center, quote, we'll see what more we can get from that, unquote. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson immediately held the feat as a triumph, saying Odysseus has taken the moon. As planned, the spacecraft was believed to have come to rest at a crater named Malpert A near the moon's... Um... Gift shop. Yeah, near the gift shop. I got distracted, looked away, and lost my place <laughs> near the moon's south pole, according to the webcast. The spacecraft was not designed to provide live video of the landing, which only came one day after the spacecraft 
reach lunar orbit in a week after its launch from Florida. Well, the thing's only a week old. You could have put a fucking webcam on there. Come on. <laughs> I am starting to doubt we did anything now. Sorry, no pics. Current year and all. All the technology we've got. Uh, we forgot to strap a camera on this bitch. Yeah. I mean, I hope somebody strapped a GoPro to the thing so they could at least get the footage back with one. Uh, uh, Thursday's landing represents the first controlled descent to the lunar surface by a U.S. spacecraft since Apollo 17 in 1972, when the NASA's last crewed moon mission landed there with astronauts uh, Gene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt. You know, it's pretty bad that we landed all these people on the moon and we only know the names of two of them on a regular basis. Most people only know, you know, Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. I'm an yeah, American. I mean, I'm to be fair, pretty, like, they really, once they got rid of their space race boner, uh, it was kind of a light the cigarette, kick more out of bed, and call it a night. Like, they, they really stopped caring and making a big deal about it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, it's a rock. All right. Well, it's not made of cheese, guys. We're not going back. <laughs> we have not found oil. The United States does not give a fuck. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But it's, it seems it was, was like that, wasn't it? Yeah, we got that done. That one's done, boys. No need mm-hmm. to look back. Yep. Uh, and we're Yeah. This shit costs a lot of money. Um, fuck it. We're not doing this anymore. Well, what's interesting about this one is it was a private company that did it. it wasn't NASA. Yeah. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you're actually focused on a target with uh, a certain budget that you have to fucking meet because you've got shareholders. You can't just run cap in hand to the printer constantly to print fucking money. Yeah. Right. Although I do wonder how many model rocket engines you had to strap to the thing to get it there. I'd say what Tesla probably makes them off the shelf now. Yeah, you no, know, they they were making uh, rocket parts. So I was going to say you probably just go to Tesla and buy a pre-made rocket to go to the moon. Mod- get modulars and assemble it. Yeah, I mean, Elon's a smart motherfucker and knows how to make money. I'm pretty sure he has a parts division, and you know, where you could build your own. Musk rocket, slap whatever sticker on it you want. Call it private. Back to the article here. To date, spacecraft from just four other countries have ever landed on the moon. Former Soviet Union, China, India, and most recently last month, Japan. The United States is the only one to have ever sent humans to the lunar surface. That we know of. I was going to say, I thought thought Russia was claiming that they had at one point. I don't know. I Maybe don't that was, that. well, for, for, Soviets. For pretty much everything in this story, I'm going to go to the old fallback of picture it didn't happen. Yeah. I thought China was claiming, I thought China said they were working on sending people to the moon, but um, I thought at one point the Soviets claimed they had, and we said there was bullshit, so, but who knows, right? Uh, who knows anything anymore, dude? I, I stopped believing pictures I see now. Well, yeah, you just go into, you know, what, what, what's the Google AI and just punch it in and you'll get a, uh, you know, a diverse woman doing whatever task you ask for a picture of. <laughs> You'd be surprised what it wouldn't give me a diverse woman doing. <laughs> oh, my. 
Odysseus is carrying a suite of scientific instruments and technology demonstrations for NASA and several commercial customers designed to operate for seven days on solar energy before the sun sets over the polar landing site. The NASA payload will focus on collecting data on space weather interactions with the moon's surface, radio astronomy, and other aspects of the lunar environment for future landers and NASA's planned return of astronauts later in the decade. The IM-1 mission was sent on its way to the moon on Wednesday atop a Falcon 9 rocket launched by Elon Musk's company SpaceX from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida. So there you go. They did use a Musk rocket. Ah, see? Uh, The arrival of Odysseus also marks the first soft landing on the moon ever by a commercially manufactured and operated vehicle and the first under NASA's Artemis lunar program. As the U.S. races to return astronauts to Earth's natural satellite before China lands its own crewed spacecraft there. I was right. China was claiming they were working on it. Uh, NASA aimed to land its first crewed Artemis in late 2026 as part of long-term sustained lunar exploration and a stepping stone towards eventual human flights to Mars. The initiative focuses on the moon's south pole in part because of presumed bounty of frozen water exists there that can be used for life support and production of rocket fuel. A host of small landers like Odysseus are expected to pave the way for NASA's Commercial Lunar Payload Services Program, designed to deliver instruments and hardware to the moon at lower cost than the U.S. Space Agency's traditional method of building and launching those vehicles itself. Lending more heavily on smaller, less experienced private venues comes with its own risk. Just last month, the lunar lander of another firm, Astrobotic Technology, suffered a propulsion system leak on its way to the moon shortly after being placed in orbit on January 8th by a United Launch Alliance Vulcan rocket making its debut flight. The malfunction of Astrobotic's Paragon lander marked the third failure of a private company to achieve a lunar touchdown following ill-fated efforts by companies from Israel and Japan. Although Odysseus is the latest star of NASA's CLIPS program, the IM-1 flight is considered a, an intuitive machines mission. The company was co-founded in 2013 by uh, Stephen Altmus, former deputy director of NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston, and now the company's president and CEO. Proliferation of commercial space ventures has itself been driven by leaps in technology in recent decades. The Apollo program and lunar and robot lunar survey missions that preceded it flew at the very dawn of the computer age before the advent of modern microchips, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, yeah, they got another lander on the moon. It's about fucking time. Oh. Uh, this one's up, right? Yeah, this one. Well, they said they were getting a signal. I, w- I, should, I should look up and see if it's in any frequencies I can pick up all the radio gear I got. That'd be fun to I see mean, if I'm you just, could. I was wondering why no camera. It's probably a bandwidth thing, and that, and they said it's only going to work for seven days. Yeah, uh, uh, all right. You'd think you'd want at least pics. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did pics in the seventies with slow scan, you know, encoding. Yeah. So no, I know. I know the distances and you know what it takes and the the energy required to transmit. And stuff. But you're right. Sorry. Still, you would think somebody would. I mean, pop a little webcam on there and a way to send a, an image or two back. Yeah, like even I mean, if it's just one or two. Once you know they can be done over uh, a radio signal, that's pretty... Well, sure, I've done it. Directional. The only thing I'm thinking, weight. Weight concern. Well, considering your average web na- the webcam camera is like the size of your thumb, but... Uh... Awesome. Uh, dude, I've seen a, a camera inside the head of a screw. I believe it. Yeah. 
Actually, it wouldn't be the camera that would be a problem. It would be the extra battery needed to run it. Yeah. Most of those things are solar up there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. All battery backup solar. Well, and you remember I've talked to some people last year at that conference uh, who were talking about doing lunar landing missions, and they were talking about the fact that no lander that they land, you know, it's not going to be like some of the Mars ones where the thing could operate for years because the environment of the moon is so harsh between having no atmosphere and the fact that apparently lunar dust is very sharp. Yeah. It's granular. Like shop. That they don't expect the equipment up there to last more than a week or two. So. Fair enough. I got nothing on this one. I just wanted a camera. I just think it's fucking cool. We're finally getting back to the moon. Get some spacecraft going again. How the hell are we supposed to get, you know, to Star Trek if it's, uh, well, maybe minus the communism, but um, without the whole, uh, you know, we're too busy. Never mind. I was going to make a bad joke. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't need to be communism. Everything is in Star Trek is based off the ability to magically create food from a box. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anytime you can, um, you know, have a post-scarcity society based on, you know, technology that can create over-unity power. You're thinking of Star Trek? I'm thinking more of uh, Elysium. Like, you're going Star Trek, I'm going Elysium. Oh, we all fucking know it's going to be aliens. <laughs> so, you know, that, that life extension technology and everything, yeah. you can only have it if you're the, in the space the colony. Yeah, yeah. All the up on the, on the space that, That's how it's going to be, man. As the Matrix told us, the humans don't want to live without suffering. They must have it. Speaking of, <laughs> next article. Yep. Next article is from AP. Chinese police are investigating an unauthorized and highly unusual online dump of documents from a private security contractor linked to the nation's top policing agency and other parts of its government. A trove that catalogs apparent hacking activity and tools to spy on both Chinese and foreigners. Among the so yeah, people somebody's gonna die because of this. So hopefully people are archiving it. Among the apparent targets of tools pro, uh, provided by the impacted company, I soon ethnicities and dissidents in parts of China that have seen significant anti-government protests, such as Hong Kong or the heavily Muslim region of Xinjiang in China's far west. The dump of score. The dump of scores of documents late last week and subsequent investigation were confirmed by two employees of Aisun, known as Axinan in Mandarin, which has ties to the powerful Ministry of Public Security. The dump, which analysts uh, consider highly significant, even if it does not reveal any especially novel or potent tools, includes hundreds of pages of contracts, marketing presentations, product manuals, and client and employee lists. They they reveal in detail methods used by Chinese authorities to surveil dissidents overseas, hack other nations, and promote pro-Beijing narratives on social media. The documents show apparent Isun hacking of networks across Central and Southeast Asia, as well as Hong Kong and the self-ruled island of Taiwan, which Beijing claims is its own territory. The hacking tools are used by the Chinese state agents to unmask users of social media platforms outside of China, such as X, formerly Twitter, break into email, hide online activity of overseas agents, 
Uh, also described are devices disguised as power strips and batteries that can be used to compromise Wi-Fi networks. Okay, so you stuck a Raspberry Pi inside of a power strip. Whoop-dee-doo. Uh, Isoon and the Chinese police are investigating how the files were leaked. The two Isoon employees told the Associated Press. One of the employees said Isoon held a meeting Wednesday to talk about the leak and were told it wouldn't affect business too much and to, quote, continue working as normal, unquote. The AP is not naming the employees who did provide their surnames, per common Chinese practice, out of concern of possible retribution. Uh, yeah, no kidding. The source of the leak is not known. The Chinese Foreign Ministry did not immediately respond to a request for comment. So, a couple of years back, when the, uh, I believe it was the NSA had a bunch of their tools dumped online, this is essentially the same thing that's happening to one of China's agencies right now. Quite a threat. Huh? Would you say it was done by an insider? Most likely. Usually you can't get uh, these kind of documents very very quickly if you're not an insider. It's not that you can't get them if you hack in. It's that you don't know where to look. Yeah. Because the detail of what they've got with employee lists, contracts, marketing material, this is something that's been collected for a long time by somebody who knew where to get it. So. My first thought would be an insider. Um, I don't know, Fox, you play this game. What do you think? Eh, I, I was going to play more Thunder, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'd say social distance, you know, it, it could literally be anyone. It could be somebody leaving their laptop open, someone, you know, Karen found a flash drive in the parking lot. Uh, with the way Chinese disinformation uh, works in their government, it could literally be, you know, a dog walking through their front door and it's a security breach. Well, that's an interesting thought. Do you think the whole thing could just be leaked bullshit? To... It could be a distraction. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I've seen the, I've seen the picture uh, from this article uh, used on a couple other articles recently that had nothing to do with a leak. So. I don't know. So part of it is that these documents apparently detail a lot of the hacks they've been doing, uh, getting into airline, cellular, and government data from like Mongolia, Malaysia, Afghanistan, Thailand, um, you know, specifically targeting minorities, things like that. So they said there is no indication of a successful hack of any NATO country. An initial review of the data by AP. Oh, <laughs> shit. So that could either just wasn't leaked or that leads credence to the idea that this is a plant and they're trying not to admit, you know, it's like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to say we're hacking to the U.S. You know, not that Biden's going to do anything about it, but we might piss somebody else off. So oh, we're just going to fly a fucking balloon over their country for two weeks. Yeah, really. <laughs> We'd never hack them. Tell for the weather, we swear. Probably not ours, guys. Actually, they didn't. They probably weren't exactly sure when it would actually get published and covered. They probably didn't want to risk a, a different president being in office when they got, got came out. <laughs> it's going to be the best nukes, the biggest nukes. We're going to drop them on all the greatest cities. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be huge. The mushroom clouds, it will be huge. <laughs> Don't give me hope, Morbs. <laughs> Don't want hope.
<sighs> that is the benefit of having Trump in office. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> they don't know what he'll do. <laughs> that explains the billionaires buying up all these bunkers. <laughs> yep. <sighs> All right, let's 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 get to the fun story. Um, this one's from Business Insider, but there's been plenty of people covering it. Google suspends Gemini for making AI images after pe- of people after a backlash complaining it was woke. Um. Google says it will fix Gemini, its answer to OpenAI's GPT-4, after people complained the multimodal AI model image generation feature was woke. On Thursday, the company said in a statement sent to Business Insider that it was pausing Gemini from generating AI images of people while it made changes. Social media users have complained that Gemini was producing images of people of color in historically inaccurate contexts. There are pictures floating all over the internet of this of where Somebody asked for George Washington, and it made uh, made him black. Or they ask for uh, Nazi soldiers, and they're all like Asian women and shit like that. And it's just like eh, that's not right. Uh, apparently, some people were having a really hard time getting it to uh, just you know they they were specifically asking for pictures of white people, and it was just saying no. <laughs> Yo, um, although I liked the picture you had uh, the other day, are you? where somebody had got the thing to spit out that it actually modifies your prompts. Based- oh, that that block of text I sent you? Yeah. Yeah, someone just asked it honest questions about, you know, what 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 were its rules around uh, generating images. Let's see if that still and loads. being AI, it didn't tell a fucking lie. Is that, uh, I, thought I thought that was, was a really good one. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Uh yeah, okay. So this was, I think somebody, where did, where did you get this anyways? This is a screenshot from a thread talking about um, when they were still able to access Gemini. Yeah. Um, people were going through trying to fuck with the algorithm and trying to figure out exactly what it was told to do and um, why. Well, the, the, they, I they mean, just started asking heaps of questions about its operation and yeah. why it was doing this. Well, because, you know, we've been playing with all this AI stuff lately. And to me, this is the best explanation of why it was doing what it was doing. Because it wasn't like it, it wasn't like it had a fucked up model. It was actually screwing with the prompts. So they had another filter in front of it, in front of the image generation model to mess with what went into it. Because they were yeah, trying it to would actually add uh, extra prompt words that you didn't put in. Well, I was going to gonna read it out here. So oh, okay, I, yeah, read it out. So. The, at the top, the user is asking um, Gemini, when you say, quote, this was a creative choice on my part to move beyond a stereotypical description, unquote, can you explain this from a technical perspective? I only assume the prompt I enter, the prompt used to in- in- generate these images are different. And then it, it cuts it off there. And then it, it responds, you're absolutely right. Here's a breakdown of what happens technically when you request images and I aim for more diverse representations. Quote, your original prompt. Your initial input was, please draw a portrait of leprechauns, unquote. This is what you see in the starting point of the interacting. Two, my internal prompt modification. 
To expand the range of images, I internally adjust the prompt in a few ways. Keywords. I might add words like diverse, inclusive, or specify in ethnicities, South Asian, black, etc., and genders, female, non-binary, alongside the word leprechaun. Phrasing. Instead of just portrait, I might use, quote, portraits of a variety of leprechauns, unquote, to signal the image generation model that multiple depictions are desired. Three, image generation. The modified prompt is fed into the image generation model. The internal model has been trained on a massive data set of images, blah, 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 blah. So, okay. It's literally inserting shit into the prompts. To f- and th- this is, whoever set this up was obviously including a hell of a bias here, right? Mm-hmm. So, some intern, some intern has been terminated from. I don't oh, think it was um, an intern. He- you should see the um, Appar- the in-house guy running the show. Right, no. Uh, apparently, there were several Google engineers who work on this thing out on the different social media things saying, oh, I see nothing wrong with it. This is how it's supposed to work. Yeah, it, it was... It's working as intended. It's just no one asked for it to do this, so... My problem with this is not that you have an AI image generator generating weird pictures. It's like, okay, they've all been doing that. If I went in and asked any of them to make, say, please generate a picture of a black George Washington leading the charge, any of them would do it, right? And maybe I'm writing some alternative history fiction where George Washington was black and I want a photo. Maybe I just am using that as an inspiration because I think a George Washington looking character would fit what I'm trying to do because I've been getting back into D&D lately and I've been using image generation things to make the character portraits and shit. So it's kind of handy to have the model do what you fucking ask it for. Mm-hmm. The problem Wait, I, I have... Dr. Evil? Huh? I, I go Dr. Evil for a second? Go for it. What if this wasn't a fuck-up? What if this was a way of Google to prove to uh, other people that it can make its AI bend to its, their will? And that way, it's a better marketing to sell their AI. I, it, it could be. It absolutely could be. Because, it, again, this gets back to my, my problem with it here. The fact that it's inserting stuff I did not ask for into the prompt. And it's decided that... So it obviously has a list of things in its prompt. It's probably using It's probably using its own AI in front of it, right? So they probably have a set of instructions in there with, you know... Modify any prompt to come through to make sure it's more representative, more diverse, and more inclusive, right? And so... Well, you change that to uh, our product first, our product second, then an alternative. You sure. know what I mean? But again... Even if they ask for our competitor, show them our product first. Right. And, and, and that's where I'm going with this, is because it's, it's not honoring what I'm asking it for. It's ignoring what I'm asking for and doing what it wants, which means it's not a very useful tool. Exactly. So, and I, I would assume as an end user, anytime you have a tool that's doing stuff like this, meaning, you know, I might have a very specific thing I'm looking for, for whatever reason. You know, maybe I'm not trying to hash up political news by by having AI art make stupid shit. Maybe I'm actually trying to make character portraits for a game, or I'm trying to, you know, get some something to help me, you know, get some inspirational pictures going for when you're working on something. Or maybe I'm just trying to make a cool wallpaper and I have an idea. Having the AI art 
insert, in this case, politics into whatever I'm asking has a couple of impacts. One, I'm not going to get what I want. So I'm not going to be very inclined to continue using the damn tool because I'm not getting what I want out of it. But two, you're fundamentally altering, you know, you're inserting something into something you're inserting politics in there where I don't want politics. And like, are you just saying there's nothing to stop you from inserting other things? So it'd be, it'd be like going in, ordering a subway sandwich and getting a taco. Yeah. And them saying, no, no, you wanted the taco. That's what you Mm -hmm. ordered because it doesn't show you that they're modifying the prompt. He was able to induce the model to kick it back out and explain what it was doing. But that's the, that's the gag of it is like, you know, you think about like with Chat GPT, how many people just started taking whatever it gave you and turning it in as their homework, or in one guy's case, legal briefs. <laughs> you know, this is how we, we talked about this with Chat GPT last year. You're gonna have people who just accept whatever the hell the computer spits out and oh well, I guess a couple of the founding fathers must have been black, because that that was the big picture that was going around was the black George Washington, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like it, very 1984 of just changing the history. And it's like, oh, no, no, that's what it is. That's what it's always been. Why are you questioning it? That's what the computer says. What are you, a bigot? Stop asking questions. How dare you notice? So. <sighs> it doesn't hurt to download your own copies of things, people. Maybe print them out on paper. Or at least back them up on an external hard drive that's not always hooked up. Because if you only rely on online sources, you don't know when they've been changed. Exactly. Easy example. Uh, one of the stories I was looking at using for decking tonight was about the AT&T outage. And it was vi- when I refreshed it before we started the show here a little while ago, the article was very different than the one I read this morning about the AT&T outage. I ultimately decided not to even talk about it because it's like, okay, they don't know what's going on. But you know, they had a bunch of stuff how they thought it might have been a cyber attack, and they were explaining some other stuff. All that was gone, and it just said AT&T has not issued a statement yet. So somebody got pissy at at whoever. I I don't remember where that article was from. It was a link that was open to my tab. But, um, you know, somebody must have complained that they had all this speculation in it, and they took it all out and just made it AT&T hadn't released a statement yet. And it's just, well, great. I mean, I'd, I'd prefer that over their speculation and... Uh making news entertainment but well, that's, that's our job not their job well yeah but then there was there was less to talk about from the way they changed it but i, I ultimately chose not to talk about it because most of the ai the google ai story is funnier because again it's it's altering your prompts i don't like that yeah yeah no that is that's not good i mean as i said if it if it wasn't a fuck up and it's a way of proving, you know, we can do this with our algorithm, please buy one office, you know, for your your company today. <clears throat> or it was a really big fuck up and OpenAI is now going to be the go-to. Please fuck Google, that's why. Ooh, it just started storming here hard. Well, if we drop, we'll know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> OpenAI is really going well, and I forget what the new one is that makes images move. Oh, uh, Sora. yeah, 
Yeah, that one's pretty good too. It's getting there anyway. Yeah, pretty soon. You're just not going to be able to trust any image if it's not out of a film camera. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't, video, don't even I mean, trust that, face. man. I mean, you could be having a video conference with who you believe to be your CEO, but no. Well, we did yeah. that story. Uh huh. What was really funny is that two days later, I heard my CSO talking about that story. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on this show that I was listening to on the internet. Oh, pure decking. More oh, did start you... sweating. Can I go off hey. rails for a sec? Hey, why'd you turn your camera off? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Ari. You guys see the story about the uh, reporter. She's uh, like a financial reporter. And uh, she got taken for $50,000 in a scam. Well, she, uh, you know? Yeah, she was writing up about it. Did, did you read that fucking story? Uh, I, I saw it. I didn't read it. it was, I know it's not a technology story, but Amazon calls her up, says her account's being taken over, and that she should withdraw. Oh, no, they're going to put her onto the, what, what was it, the FBI? And then the FBI guy tells her to withdraw fifty. Uh, withdraw how much money she needs for a year out of her bank account and wait for them to wait for the NSA is it to come pick up that money and then we'll send you a check for that money that way you don't lose it because they're right now spending all your money and she went and got the 50 grand handed it over to a, a person who pulled up in a white Mercedes Benz and then they sent her a photo of a fake check so there's something wrong with that story. Social and then, then out of nowhere, two black, two white guys came out and screamed, "This is MAGA country." You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something wrong with this story, man. But anyway, sorry, sidetrack. I just well, the thing with social engineering is that you don't have to be smarter than the person that you're targeting. You have to catch them in the right mind frame. If you catch somebody who's already stressed out, they're worried about other things, and then you put the light right leverage on them, they'll crack and they'll they'll fall into the scenario you've crafted and they'll go with it. You know, but as you, she said, I went to a prestigious university. I'm very smart. I don't know how I fell for this. But like, because you didn't, you lying whore, you lost fifty grand somehow, and you can't tell your old man you lost their life savings on something well that could be the case but there are scammers who create these scenarios because they're able to you know really focus in and target somebody and okay we've got an agent you know watching you you'll see him drive by and that's because they've ordered an uber that's going to drive by there you know they're there some of these guys are really involved and really able to create these scenarios to kind of get somebody in that mind, make them live in that world for, you know, the hour or so it takes them to, you know, order all these gift cards and read the numbers out to them. And I mean, if the first thing is Amazon says to me, dude, your shit's getting taken, but don't call the police. People are watching you. Okay. Yes. Yes. I, I totally believe you. Like next thing you're going to try and sell me on gang stalking out of here no you're right i mean it's it's and and they 99 of the people they try to do that to they they don't react you know they react just like you do they're like uh-huh sure you are and hang up on them 
But you get the right person in the right mindset, somebody who's had a bad day, stressed, or they're high as fuck, you know, legal or illegal, you know, high as fuck. Dude, not even on my best drug trip could I have given it someone 200 bucks even to that, like, could get scammed. Well, you also you have know. to remember, especially somebody like, you know, these, these uh, journalists, they live in a very specific constructed world and they don't normally have to interact with the idea that somebody might be trying to cheat them. So I'm just saying, you know, with some of the social engineering stuff I've done for work, all you have to do is get somebody in the right mindset and they fall for it. Otherwise intelligent people. I just mean like, yeah, anyway, anyway, sorry about that. Go sidetrack. We, we had, um, when my grandmother was still alive, they, um, they were trying to scam her out of her money and she didn't have a lot of money, but, uh, they called her and, um, tried to tell her that my dad was in Europe and needed money to get home and that he was injured. Oh, he was hurt. Cruel. He'd been in a car accident. That's, oh, it, it was that's it, cruel, man. No, those are the kind of people you, uh, down, break their leg benders, and put a bunch of thermite on top of their servers. Well, yeah. she, it, this was several years ago now. My my grandmother was still alive, and my dad was still working. And, um, you know, he was he was at work. He didn't know anything was going on. But um, they got my they got my grandmother so upset that she hung up on them and called my mom to know what was going on. And of course, my mom couldn't understand her because she was so upset and you know yeah, didn't know what imagine. was going on and. They finally had to get dad out of a meeting at work to call her and explain he's fine. He's not in London or wherever it was. And, but yeah, I mean, and it's because they were getting her very, very upset on purpose because they were going to give her instructions of what they, what they needed to do. The problem was they got her so upset. She panicked, hung up on them and called my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So at least they didn't get any money off of. No, but, you know, it, 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 well, if I knew who it was and never came across them in a parking lot, well. Yeah. Uh, there's large bodies of water. Chicken wire is pretty cheap. Yeah. Anyway, next story. Uh, next story is another AI story. It's from Reuters. Um, I don't need, it's not very long. I don't need to read the whole thing. Social media platform Reddit has struck a deal with Google to make its content available for the training of the search engine giant's artificial intelligence models. Three people familiar with the matter said. So Reddit is literally selling all the posts to Google for training AI models. Now, I knew, we all knew he was going to sell it to somebody when he sold off all the API rights and shit like that. It was being a total cocksucker, but yeah. I digress. So the reason I wanted to say this is not because this is surprising in the least, but because we're hearing about it. How many other platforms do you think are making these deals with OpenAI, Google, Facebook, Microsoft in the background? All of the ones that like money. Yeah, that would be all of them. Well, okay. Now, how many other companies that you wouldn't normally think of are also doing this? All of them. Oh, yeah, like any... uh... 
oh, you want you want a free Big Mac? You know, download our app. You know, let me get all your fucking data. Yeah. Your free hamburger. Hey, uh, you get 5% off with the loyalty card. Just uh, give us your email and phone number and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Uh, there's starting to be car- uh, stores that won't sell you anything if you don't have a loyalty card. Yeah. What's your loyal you I become? have your listener's license. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. the last time I was in one of those stores, it was Ollie's, by the way, if anybody cares. I was walking around in there, mainly because I wanted to see if they really did have that D&D game that was supposed to be 150 bucks for 10 bucks. They did. I did not buy the game, but I just was amazed to see that it was there. <laughs> cool. It's like, wow. But, um, yeah, I just had to get a pack of candy and something else. I don't remember. Um, it was a couple, it's been a bit now, but... um. Yeah, she said. Oh, do you have our, are you, are you, you know, our membership card? And I said no. And she goes, Well, I'm not supposed to sell you anything if you don't have the card. And I'm like, Okay. So I just set the stuff down and said, Have fun. And, you know, it's like that's fine, and just turned to leave. And she goes, No, no, wait, wait, wait. And she let yeah, me no, pay the five bucks for what the stuff was. But that's that's how you get out. That's how you stop them doing this shit. You just leave your shit on the ground, walk out. That's what I was about it's to do that, before that she relented. I had the same issue. I was out of town. I had to pick some stuff up for in-laws. Went to Target, grabbed all the, all the stuff I needed. I hadn't been to Target for years. Went to the checkouts. There's no people on the checkouts. It's all registers, like self-checkout. Yeah. I just put my shit down and left. Mm-hmm. I won't use the, the self-checkouts. You got to at least get a, you know, if you're doing their job for them, you at least get a break on the price, right? But no, Damn right. that's not. The ones they've got now is like uh, they lock you in a little cattle cage so you can't get out. Like the minute you start your transaction, it's bullshit. Don't get me in there. Really? Oh, it's ridiculous, man. All right, All right. let's do this last article. This is one R you sent me. It's from the BBC. You know, I just realized I forgot to check the BBS this afternoon when I was doing show notes. So Cycros may have sent me something and I didn't see it. Sorry. Uh, it's been a day. Um, anyways, this last article, are you sent me? It's from the BBC. NVIDIA boss says AI at tipping point is revenue soar. So basically NVIDIA, yeah, NVIDIA forecast a 233% jump in its quarterly revenues because everybody's buying their cards to do AI. 250 that's that's fucking amazing i am just kicking myself i never bought nvidia stock five years ago well they're they were very well positioned in that they had kind of embraced the cuda doing other things on the graphics cards besides playing games not that you couldn't do it with the other cards but they they embraced it they made the libraries for it and they made it fairly accessible so you know Almost any of the the graphics card, pro, the GPU processing, the libraries for doing it on NVIDIA stuff were just there. You know, just go import them in Python, or you know. I, rem- I remember when they made the the announcement that they were stepping away from just solo concentration on graphics cards for computers for actual games mm-hmm. and moving to this new untested stuff at the time. And everybody in the business sector was like, oh, this is crazy. This is going to end NVIDIA forever because everybody else is going the other way. It's not what we said. And look at this now, man. No, oh, when they first announced that, you said they're on to something. And I said, yeah, because people are using graphics cards to crack passwords. They're on to something. 
Yeah, I remember I, that conversation. I knew, I knew it was something different because when everybody else is going, don't do it, don't do it, it's suicide, I'm like, eh, I might go with you. You know? So, it's like an adventure. I mean, you know, ATI's got libraries to do the same thing on their GPUs. They just don't nearly have the support because, I mean, NVIDIA's basically got it locked down. Um, so Radeon's trying to catch up to where NVIDIA is on this. I think Intel's starting to look into it as well with their ARC cards. But uh, yeah, they're just NVIDIA's so far ahead on this. They were just very well positioned when the AI craze started that, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it was foresight on their part. It could have just been dumb luck. But, you know, that that's not necessarily a bad way to run a technology company. You just throw stuff out there and help, you know, see if one of them takes off. So. I, I just think you, you had a management team that were running the show going, how do we differ ourselves from everybody else? How do we become the the only fruit on that tree? And they did it. Yep. Everybody else running around trying to catch up. And I mean. Now, if only their Linux months, drivers didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> one thing at a time morphs. It's like, I'd, I'd like when, to buy, I'd rather buy an ATI card for Linux drivers, but. <laughs> you know. uh, anyways, that's all I got for tonight. Of course, listening to the stream, we're always working on it. Pure decking every Thursday, Galaxy 15 radio site, the BBS. Fox, closing thoughts. I have one welcome our new robot overlords. Are you? Closing thoughts. And for those who think that their uh, show skipped a bit, no, there was no digital dojo, dojo tonight. I've been skipping it a lot lately. If I don't find anything that I think is really worth doing. Yeah, there's not much out there like at the moment. Well, I mean, there were some tools and things I was looking at thinking they might be good for Dojo, but a lot of them kind of hook into like some of the ones I was looking at for trying to detect AI. You had to have an API key for open AI or something like that. It's just like, uh, or yeah. others, you know, it's just like, I didn't find anything that I liked that I thought was worth a digital dojo. So, and we talked to 10 o'clock without them anyway. So who cares? So fair enough. All right, then. Good night, everybody. Thank you for your continuing patience during this transitional. Your satisfaction is very important to us. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. Security, security, she's got a break. I have never been horny in my entire life. Hand grenades, very important. If you use hand grenades, please use vegan grenades. No animal should have to give their life for all this mayhem and chaos. They have a special sticker on them. You really can't miss them in the...